DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. PK. What? Fall is in the air, and we can feel it this morning. How could you feel fall? Because it's cold. Oh, it's not cold. It's cool. It's brisk. It is brisk. Boost my mic, Megan, would you? They need to hear more of me. I'll handle it, Megan. No worries. <laughs> not my first rodeo. <laughs> that's, that's what I... I love it. Boost PK's mic. That's what I want to hear. They need to hear more of me. Oh, now they turn me on too much. Jesus, these people are impossible to please. You don't have to tell me. I never tell you anything. You don't listen anyway. <laughs> there we go. That's better. <laughs> DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. And it's time to bring in Samson Nakua. He, brings, he joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. They are having a season-ending special, 50% off. For Zone listeners and commercial customers, you can save water, you can save money, you can be smart. It's the Smart Rain guest line. Samson, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? We're doing well. How are you? I'm good, man. You know, 5 and 0 It's looking good. I'm feeling good out here. Five and friggin' oh, Samson. Wow, man. You are the magic because you're the only new player who's playing a significant role on this team that wasn't on team last year. So I believe that it's solely because of you, don't you? <laughs> no way. No way, man. I'm going to do a little role in a, in a big, big, big machine that's happening right now. And um, I'm happy to be a part of it and uh, helping out any way possible to get this team to 5-0 right now. Does beating in-state schools ever get old? You're right below their student section. I'll bet you heard some good stuff you can't wait to tell us about. Oh, man, that student section was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I loved it, honestly. It was one of the best games and the rivalry games I've been a part of, honestly. I didn't even know that rivalry was that crazy. (laughs) So you haven't even been a part of the program for a year, right? So you came in and after the season you're at Utah this time last year and all that stuff. I'm wondering as you were involved in the team and in formal practices and then through training camp in August, what were your expectations of this team record wise and do you have any degree of surprise that they actually are five and oh um me and Pooley came in expecting um to be a part of a, I mean, a team that was doing this exactly what um, we said we were gonna do. Um, that we wanted to show everyone last year wasn't a fluke at all. That um, that Kalani's been building something since he got here, and that um, all his hard work is uh, finally paying off, and he's just coming to light right now. And uh, yeah. In the first half, you guys were averaging over nine yards per play. Did it seem like everything worked? I mean, is the amount of confidence you have when you break the huddle just off the charts and nine yards per play, you're perpetually in second and one? Yeah, nine yards per play. Um, honestly, it always starts with the O-line and uh, going into the huddle and just like looking into the O-line stage and just hearing what they have to say and 
just them telling us, don't worry, we got your back, uh, follow behind us. Um, uh, I mean, once they have that confidence, I mean, everything else here so, like, really flows because they, they're the start of the whole offense, honestly. So uh, they've been killing it, and they've been giving us confidence to do our thing. So uh, it's just been a beauty. And every time we break the huddle, everyone's just feeling good, and uh, we're just making it happen together. We saw, obviously, we had some quarterback injuries, and you guys were down to your third-team guy, the freshman Conover, playing the second half. I don't know what's going to happen this week, uh, but if he has to play, what are your thoughts about him starting the game? Shoot, uh, I think everyone's been telling uh, everyone that um, there's no drop-offs. Um, we weren't expecting uh, Bailey to go down, but shoot, uh, Jacob stepped in this uh, last game towards the end of the game and, uh, you know, did his thing. We, we, now he gets a full week of practice to prepare, and uh, I know he's going to kill it. Um, I know we have all the confidence in him and, uh, and anyone that's back there. Um, so it, it, it's going to be a beauty, and uh, it's going to be a really cool thing to see him uh, have his first start this week, possibly. Samson, this is where you have to deal with the cynical media. This is where you have to tell us how it is. Because I hear there's no drop-off, and I think, well, that's what people are supposed to say. And you're not the only one saying it. I heard it in the post-game comments, too. But it was nine yards of play in the first half. It was four possessions in the first half. It was three touchdowns and a field goal. It was a well-oiled machine. And then there was a series of three and outs in the second half. And there was a big touchdown once it got down to a one-score game. So it, it's not like nothing good happened, right? Good stuff did happen. Yeah. But good stuff did not happen at the same clip. There was a drop-off. Can one week of practice really fix that? Because I'm the cynical um, media, and I really don't quite believe that. Um, I believe so. Um, I, I think during fall camp, we were able to see all three quarterbacks perform at a uh, at a top level. And, uh, you know, we unfortunately, you can't have three starting quarterbacks. You had to choose one, and Jaron did get the spot. But I believe that any one of them could have won the spot and uh, been great. And uh, we didn't prepare as much with Conover this past week, so uh, we had to simplify the, the playbook when he uh, was able to go in. But... Um, I know this week with uh, a little more preparation for him that he's going to be looking just as good as any of those other two. And uh, I know he's going to be ready because he's a confident guy, you know, big smile and with with a big arm. So it's going to be fun. Well, what's the difference, Samson, when you think about it, if you just turn it around and hand it off to the animal, Tyler Algier, (laughs) and have him run for 200 yards? I could do that. You could do that. (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, we'll do the wildcat. I'll hit the ball off every time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, he's just on fire. He's incredible. Yeah, he really is. And if no one's going to stop him, why, why give the ball anywhere else, man? Yeah. The whole line's fucking everyone. Uh, he's killing it. So, you know, just keep doing it. I'm going to right. my butt off of him. And I would think that for receivers, it does put pressure on you because if the O-line isn't opening big holes and if the back isn't, you know, breaking tackles and running away from people, well, then whether you get your block 15, 20, 25 yards downfield doesn't really matter. But because Tyler is going through big holes and he is running through arm tackles, it does matter. You can't get busted on tape wrecking some 70-yard touchdown run because you didn't block your guy. <laughs> exactly. If you... It, Ty's killing it right now. So if you're watching film and you see you're walking and missing your blocks, oh, my goodness, you are getting blasted on film. 
and uh, <laughs> that last uh, the last Thai Algier run of the um, that big run you look uh, Puka had a two big crucial blocks to set it up for I think I think it was a big B play of the game with uh, Puka's two big blocks so um, you know with Ty doing his thing it, our blocks are very crucial actually and it's gonna decide whether those are gonna be big plays to help Ty out or they're gonna be shorter runs so we definitely uh, love blocking for that guy so you got ranked in the top 10, and sometimes you hear, oh, that's just outside noise. Don't be influenced by it. Don't let it get to your head. I actually take the other point of view, which is probably not a surprise to many, in that I think that it should help sharpen your focus because you are highly ranked, and no, obviously you don't want to lose that spot. You want to keep moving up and all that stuff. So in my mind, that stuff... As long as it doesn't make you fat and happy, gets doesn't get to your head, but actually provides a little bit more focus. What do you think? Um, I think I think the same exact thing as you. It provides a little bit more focus. Uh, I mean, we we knew what we wanted to do and we're doing it. Um, but I think one of my favorite sayings is, uh, "Don't ride the highs too high and don't ride the lows too low." And uh, you know, just stay stay consistent and stay where you're at every day. And uh, that's what we just got to keep doing is uh, don't overlook anyone. Uh, we know we're doing good. Just keep doing what we're doing. Just stay laser focused on every team for throughout every week. And noticing that whoever we got this week, that's the biggest game. That's the game we need to focus on. Nothing else is this week, uh, this week and who we play. Well, certainly this week is a huge game. It's it's uh, Boise State and it's a chance to get six and zero undefeated halfway through the schedule. But you know, you started this by saying, uh, you, obviously, you knew about the BYU Utah rivalry. You're just on the other side of it, but you didn't really know about Utah State, and that student section got you going. Boise State has a little extra juice to it, and I don't know if you were paying attention. BYU went up there on the blue turf and destroyed them last year, and that didn't usually happen to them. As Pika would like to say, they are going to be pissed coming into this. <laughs> I know. It's going to be fun. Um, I had no clue about this Utah State and BYU rivalry, and it was something really awesome to be a part of. And uh, now we have another cool rivalry on my hand that I've never been a part of or even played Boise. And, um, yeah, it's just keeping it rolling. We know what we can do, and uh, we just stick to our game plans and our schemes and believing in our coach and one another. And uh, I believe we can roll through anyone. So how about playing 1.30 Saturday afternoon on ABC? I think that's about the best you could hope for. That ought to get a little energy going in the team and certainly in the crowd who are going to be there on Saturday. Honestly, it's a little bit earlier. You know, we got the sun now. It's going to be a good day for some football. Um, <laughs> it's going to be fun. 1.30, I mean, I love it. I think that's perfect time. Waiting all day till 8.30 has been and killing me slowly now. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Us too. We're old. We got to stay up late. I know. Ending the game's at one thirty-two is killing me. I can tell you right now, very selfishly, and I'm a hundred percent selfish here. The ratings on Saturday night sports shows are way better when local teams win afternoon games. That is the best case scenario. Eight thirty games going head to head with the show, no good. So make the magic happen, Samson. Partly for you, you, but mostly for me, okay? <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Samson. We appreciate it. You guys are the best. Have a good one. 
Samson Nakua joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Do you know, you know why BYU is undefeated? I think it's coincided when they made uh, Chad Lewis a bishop of his local congregation. <laughs> Chad Lewis is now so sorry that he came over here and sat down. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't said anything. He smiled politely and nodded. Why does he deserve Talk that? Talk about magic happening what? on and off the field. Oh, man. That's him, too. One morning, he just gets up and walks away. Hat trick. Hat trick. Hat trick. They're 5-0. and oh. He ain't going anywhere. He's going to play golf later. We're at Riverside this morning. But other than that. We are here. National Football Foundation has a golf tournament this morning. We are here, Fred. Chad Lewis is indeed sitting here smiling at us, minding his own business, and he's taking two slings and outra- arrows to have outrageous fortune from PK. 300-pounders chasing him for many years. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, Chad's going to talk about BYU. He's going to talk about the number 100, and he's going to talk about his guy beating his team. Ah, the symmetry of life. Did some serious eagle homework to get ready for you, Chad. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.